0: Welcome to the Making Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Sheets, joined by Jeffrey Rhodes, who will never experience what March 29th, 1995 was like.
1: And you'll never experience love. Fuck you. (laughs) Did you like that thing I tagged you in on Facebook?
0: Because I thought that was
1: hilarious. I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about horror movies. (laughs) But it was funny. (laughs) Bastard. And Josh Garrett.
2: Hello, welcome to the show. We occasionally talk about movies. Sometimes. (laughs) Sometimes when we're not (laughs) talking
0: about I should I should mention that usually we will I mean I I can speak for myself. I today I know for a fact we're all drinking at this moment, so professionalism. (laughs) That's probably why we get off track so much. (laughs) Professionalism
1: is why we drink. Yeah. Okay. You don't have grocery jobs. Okay? Yeah,
2: it's a fact that all all like film people are alcoholics. So you know. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, how else do we write great stuff? <laughs> <Yeah>. Drugs. <laughs> that's the other option. Th- those are those are musicians.
1: Oh God, uh, Connors going to kill me. <laughs> R.I.P. Pete okay. Jim Lovato Oh. Oh. Well, oh. That's a downer. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a downer. <laughs> All right, this week on the show, some down we are, we're never going to get anywhere. <laughs> this is the longest
2: Conjuring,
0: intro. The Conjuring. Yeah, yes. This week on the show, we are discussing my favorite horror movie, The Conjuring. This movie is perfect. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Making Horror podcast. That'll I'll wrap it up. Jeff, you it. wearing scrubs. <laughs> <laughs> you look like you're wearing scrubs. <laughs>
2: You, Josh. Um, <laughs> Sorry, no one could see that, but he's he looks like he's wearing scrubs.
0: <laughs> Unimportant. So <laughs> before before we get into the episode, um if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com forward slash nautical films, and a big shout out to our first patron, Hunter Reed, who we have worked with at the Oregon Trail. Thank you, sir. Thank you very much for your donation. Woo! And, woo!
1: <laughs> yeah Hunter
0: <laughs> Josh we... you were so delayed <laughs> you were like considering it for a second look like, I didn't know we were cheering like, I wasn't you... <laughs> okay so The Conjuring um, this movie is fucking amazing so um, you're gonna hear nothing but positives from me um, throughout this episode and you I think
1: it so
0: much. I just like Conjuring. I just love this movie. Yeah. Shut up, Josh or Jeff, not Josh. You, you've but, I'm sorry, but excuse like me. Okay, like hold on. I've, I've said on, nothing. You guys, you guys, both your names start with J. Oh, is it, that confusing for difficult. you? <laughs> yes, it's very confusing for me.
2: Stop surrounding yeah. yourself with J names. You got me, Jeff, Jorge. Fucking
0: Fuck. a W. There's three. <laughs> well, wait, wait. No, I, I call.
1: <laughs> really?
2: <laughs> wait, in all
0: fairness, I call him Gary, so it doesn't really. I mean, I, I rarely uh, no. call him Jorge. Even when I'm texting him something serious, I still call him Gary. Yeah, I know you do. It's weird. You're weird. When my sister got married, there was someone at the wedding named Gary. And me and Jorge were like, that's not going to work. We need <laughs> He's, we're like, what's his, what's your middle name? He's like, Wayne. Sup, Wayne. Called him Wayne the entire time. Or from what I recall. I don't remember that day very well. The your Conjuring, your name is movie.
2: unacceptable to me. I've decided <laughs> change it (laughs) plebeian immediately (laughs) at once (laughs) okay but yeah the Conjuring. i i am also a very big fan of this movie um despite minor nitpicks but that's uh me in case you haven't figured that out yet
1: over the
0: course of these episodes yeah josh is just the nitpicky little bitch
1: yeah pretty much bunch and i'm jeff yeah
0: jeff is the one who just accepts things and he's yep. like, oh yeah, Michael Bay, Bad Boys Three. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, this is a uh, podcast for another time, another time. Tell me about it. I had a boner throughout that whole entire announcement.
0: Can one day we do an episode on just the horror of Michael Bay? Oh, you mean just in his, general, his reboots? Yeah, <laughs> just just every no, like him. I him person. Yeah. Not, like a person, yeah, real life, great person. Real life horror.
1: That's real life cinema horror. Hey, you make fun of him all you want. He is sleeping in a bed made of gold, and that's why
0: he's just a trash human being.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's
1: all about that motherfucking money.
2: I mean, so is Guy Fieri, but like, is that fucking? Does that mean they're both great quality people?
1: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Where'd that come from? (laughs) Because Guy Fieri's rich as fuck. And he's got some nice hair.
1: Yeah. Are we, are we oh. just going to talk about this movie, or are we just going to nah. talk? <laughs> no. I've already said what I have to say. It's a perfect movie. Yep. That's
2: the show, guys. Okay. Let, let's, okay. I'll,
0: I'll talk seriously about The Conjuring. So, for me, this movie was kind of... Not, I don't, I don't want to say, like, an introduction to horror because i had watched horror movies um for a really long time but i think for me this was like the introduction to modern horror and the ways that well first i mean this we've mentioned this this on on a previous episode how like insidious and the conjuring were kind of like the the stepping stones for horror to be taken seriously again and when i saw this movie I I I got done watching it and I was like, well, that scared the piss out of me. But also this movie is one of those horror movies that's not just a great horror movie. It's it's a great movie. It's got actually great and memorable characters. And I mean, everything in, in my in my humble opinion, everything in this movie is done <clears throat> with such perfection. Um and it it obviously holds a special place in my heart because you know, like I said, it was it was kind of like the introduction to how horror can be good in the modern age, and it it was past all that post or all that early two thousands horror paranormal activity.
2: activity. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what that's what I was gonna say. I think this early was the 2000s first. Had a great run of horror movies. I mean, it it and it also had some junk. Yeah, I mean that's true. We have of now. Yeah, that's yeah. also true. But I, I, I do say that I think this this movie was kind of and Insidious 2 were kind of the gateways into this mm-hmm. new generation.
1: Um you're missing out my boy, Sinister. Sinister what?
0: didn't come
1: Sinister, out for this. Yeah. Sinister what, was thought, after like, these movies. Was oh, was I thought it was all came out around the same time. No. I don't know. It was well, what we're talk what we're saying, Jeff, is these were
0: the first two that Sinister
2: was like the year after Conjuring, I thought.
0: I, I, I don't We'd have to look it up. We're probably yeah. wrong. It's fine. But what we're saying is, <laughs> Sinister's is, good too, is, though. Is we'll talk about Sinister. Ring. Yeah, that that is on the schedule. Don't you worry. But they they were kind of like the bridge, uh, because it seemed like it used to be balanced or like balanced where the there were some good uh, horror films in in the early two thousands, but they were mostly overshadowed by really bad ones and then it was kind of like these two movies came out and the, the tables turned and it flipped so now there's some shitty ones but for the most part the mainstream horror films that have been coming out have actually been pretty good
1: yeah because basically only three studios making horror films right now yeah i mean Greenhouse, like house warner ghost or, what's key, or skeleton ghost. key ghost ghost what's that? This the one where the skull's face I don't all I know is like their logos were like the skull comes into a keyhole. If Ghost Key isn't the then, name of the studio, that's that. my A24. new hand name, though. A twenty four I don't they uh, I don't moving. I don't
0: watch them because they just look too disturbing.
1: The only they're not they're, they're the witch is good. The, the new one that came out earlier this year. I I feel type of hereditary, is that what it was called? Yeah. Yeah, Hereditary. Anyway, I haven't way, seen but it. The Conjuring.
2: Um, Conjuring.
0: Yeah, let's con- talk about, about the Perfection. So yeah,
2: much. Conjuring to me, it's like because it really was kind of the gateway. Because like before this, there was like Paranormal Activity was like the big wave and all yeah, of those yeah. kind of films, and it seems like Conjuring kind of took it back to a place where now we have stuff like Hill House. I think because of this movie, um, mm. and and um, Insidious in the same way, where it's like. Because *The Conjuring* got back to one, it's bait based on a true story, and whether or not you believe in ghosts in the trueness of the story is kind of a different thing. But it is based on a real investigation, and the storytelling really took the front seat in this movie much more than like, um, uh, because a scares. lot of movies, yeah, scares. Because a lot of movies before this really depended on jump scares and like a little bit of body horror and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And this kind of, really, this movie is pretty tame for the most of it. Like the, the stuff it's more just like this feeling of, uh, dread and uncomfortableness, just permeating the yeah. entire thing without yeah. ever I having mean, anything, it's... jump out and go Boo. Which yeah, is it's rated, something it's rated
1: that... R, but it's like you said, it's tamed. It's mostly because not because of gore or anything like that, just because it's disturbing. Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: a pretty little pretty bit sure of themes. The, the official like uh, MPAA rating for this is R, and the only reason given is because it's scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, mean, I have to look at, well, look at it again, but I'm pretty sure that was yeah. Was there's no was. like I could, I could definitely
2: um, see the the climax being considered like blood and gore because like the the wounds and stuff that's on. Um, and, but
0: you know that's I I love. But that it's still thing.
2: just like it's very actually kind of subtle. So
0: yeah, and yeah. Let's let's just uh, we'll get into pros here in a second. Jeff, just say what you want to say.
1: Um, about why you're a hater on this movie um, <laughs> I, that's easy Ryan has turned me into a hater I still <laughs> like this movie but Ryan every single time we talk about horror films he he references this one and I'm just like okay you did that last conversation reference a new movie and he was just like no <laughs> The Conjuring is a perfect movie I reference it the most the time I want and I've seen it up to I think The Conjuring Sinister and Insidious chapter 2 I have seen so many times I, that I don't get scared of it anymore. And that's kind of what I think of a, as an important kind of like mark in a horror movie is a movie that you can watch over and over and over and over again. And act like you got, like Josh said, comes down to the story. I think the only thing that separates uh, the, the James Wan's horror of like films like Insidious and Conjuring from the rest of the, what you say was garbage like that at the time is the story. Cause I feel like personally, that the movie that brought back horror to the mainstream was Paranormal Activity with the whole demanding it in your city and all that And their marketing <clears> campaign <throat> for that was really good but like what brought like the story aspect of horror back into like the genre was James Wan's uh, Insidious Trilogy yeah. uh, The Conjuring The Conjuring 2 and now they have their whole entire universe which I mean it's kind of to say it's impressive to start that they, they've did what Marvel did. It started a whole entire cinematic universe based yeah. off the this which is, movie that did so well. Yeah,
2: which I am still conflicted on. I don't know. <laughs> like I don't know how well that... I still I, like The Nun. I, I wasn't I, on that episode, but I, I did like that movie. I, I think I it works the, a lot better if you think of it as like a Van Helsing movie instead of graphic, like, Yeah. Because yeah. Right. the dude has the like None. a holy hand grenade and shit. Like, it's just like... <laughs> this is crazy, <laughs> but... Anyway, um, the the that, the actual Conjuring, um, I do <laughs> yes, think. But... I guess I should clarify something I said earlier because of what Jeff said. Because it's just like, to me, this movie separated itself from like Paranormal Activity. Because Paranormal Activity, I still think the first two, or actually no, the first one and the third one. The second one is boring as fuck. It's Nothing like happens. Really, I I haven't seen it since I watched it initially, and I thought it was oh, so you know what? boring. Oh, my God.
1: Drag up down those stairs again. Oh, you will laugh your ass off. <laughs> well... It's the funniest one at of all of them. <laughs> but
2: that is kind of leading what I was saying, was just, like, the, the Paranormal Activity series. It's, like, you go to see it in theaters, and mm-hmm. it's fun for that, but then, like...
1: After you I, watch it again.
2: You, or if you even watch it again, because I really don't <laughs> think those movies have a lot of, like, replay value in my mind. Whereas they, The Conjuring... They don't. There's so... This movie has so much subtlety in it of stuff going on in the background and things that foreshadow and all these things that you pick up on um on multiple watch throughs that yeah it's very worth it and the the story itself carries it and makes it remain enjoyable so that even when you know when the scares are going to happen it's still enjoyable on that level whereas like paranormal activity is not because there's not really a story there at all
0: yeah so So let's, let's get into um, mostly, I mean, obviously I'm going to pretty much primarily have pros here. Um, So a couple of things that I want to talk about one, you know, this, like like I said, um, and I actually mentioned this on, on the YouTube show when I, when I talked about the conjuring Um, one, this, this is a, a film that I thoroughly believe that if you are even remotely interested in horror um, and becoming a horror filmmaker watch this film i mean and don't just watch it i mean watch it to enjoy it and then watch it to actually break it down and jeff can attest to this uh because we lived together in college that face jeff that was wonderful <laughs> but um shit he's that, talking that to me be... what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> there would be multiple nights uh, where Jeff would like pop into my room really quick. And what would I be doing? But watching the conjuring, like for
1: masturbating. The...
0: I don't want to fix things in post, but you, you force them. To <laughs> and nine times out of 10, when I say that I don't actually fix good <laughs> because <laughs> I'm just too lazy. It's a part of the experience. <laughs> it's, right. it's the making but he would, he'd walk into my room and I'd be watching the conjuring. And it's because like in, I, I did essays on this, this film in, in college. I did and too. I, I did a couple
2: of presentations on it <laughs> because it's, it's,
0: I mean, if you're doing film and even if you're not doing horror, like this is such a good film to like break down because of the camera techniques that are used in this film are in my opinion, top notch. And I've even tried to replicate uh, some, some techniques in my own short films. And, um, you know, one thing that this film doesn't shy away from is like I said earlier, good characters and being that there are good characters and people that you can relate to, you actually care about them. And it's not like everyone's there just to die. And, you know, for a long time, that was kind of like the, the -hmm. thing with horror movies was all characters were just there to die, except for like one person. And I think that's partially why I, enjoy this film so much is because it doesn't end on a super depressing note where you're sitting there like man everybody died that was so scary it was emotionally draining and all that shit no I mean it it was a a spooky ride and loaded with atmosphere Mm -hmm. and then at the very end of everything you know you're left with a happy ending and
2: Eh, more or less that's so
0: (laughs) rare to find in horror and it It makes this movie so much more rewatchable because, you know, I I love walking out of a theater and just being like, yeah, that was fun. I like that. Yeah,
2: that's a really good point because, like, uh, I do something I was thinking while I was watching this uh, right after coming off of our watching of all the Halloween movies or, Mm -hmm. you know, all the ones that matter and Resurrection, I guess. Um, It, like it that yeah like characters that are just designed to die or to do something specific which even we talked about in the newest halloween where i think that movie has much more of a story i saw again
0: and i i I did enjoy it more the second time yeah because you were uh don't don't say hater if you say hater i will jump through this this no i was gonna
2: say it's like you're more jaded and had zero expectations for it this time oh yeah which helps a lot don't watch trailers yeah. kids. They get your hopes up and and completely twist your perception. But uh Factual. Uh what was I saying? Anyway, that the I lost my train of thought. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, in Halloween, sorry. characters. Yeah, the the characters in Halloween 2018 even though that movie had more of a story all the characters were still basically engineered for a specific purpose. Whereas yeah. in conjuring that, that really doesn't seem like it's the case. It does seem like this is just a family that's well, having this <clears throat> happen to them, which is well, basically what fair. happened in the original story. So
1: yeah, it's, it's basically a true story. I yeah. why they had have the characters like that give, I mean, he basically had to use a cheat sheet. He was like, Oh, these are characters that already exist. Let's just, you know, tell the story, but make them like see, like, yeah, they can't be designed to die if they all live in the in the actual real story. Well, and I think that's what makes it more interesting. I mean, you're you not know, wrong. And,
0: and you know, like I I have read deeply into um the Perrin case and uh just kind of, just to kind of see what was true and what wasn't true. And there's even like uh Andrea Perrin has written books about this. And it's really interesting to read. If if you haven't actually even heard of Andrea Perrin's books called House of Darkness, House of Light, definitely would recommend. It's really cool, really interesting. Um, yeah, everything
2: but, around the also the Warrens are awesome. Like yes. they're the, I mean, they're the centerfold of all of the Conjuring movies, including the third one that's coming out next year, right?
0: No, uh, Annabelle Three is coming out. Annabelle Three, then, okay than the conjuring three
2: okay um but they are center in this movie and conjuring two they're arguably the main characters honestly yeah absolutely Um, but they're real paranormal investigators they're in conjuring one uh the and god ryan it makes me wish we had the money to go to the when their exhibition, when they were, when
0: that was happening. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. Shit. To go see the, yeah, the real. The real
2: Annabelle doll and all that Fuck stuff. That. But we were broke yeah. college students and we're like, ah. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah we, we had, we, we white thought people. about it. We white thought people. about driving
1: and Jeff idiots. Shut up. Let us be You're white. Idiots. Let idiots. us be white. Why would you want to go to a room full of fucking demons? Because I have not boxes. So I don't really believe the that the a
0: cult museum. They just had the Annabelle doll and like the conjuring mirror on display. That is neither here nor there. We thought about going, but we did not have the money to go. Um, but it would it would have been cool. It would have been. really Yeah, cool.
2: I would have just um, loved to talk to them because that that would have been because that was part was of it. it was there was like a there it was like a dinner afterwards where you could talk to the Warrens. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I would love to speak to these people. <laughs> that would be the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Didn't Ed die like
1: a, like in-
0: yeah, he's, he's passed on, but, uh, Lorraine, who actually, if you didn't know, you can briefly see La- the real Lorraine Warren in this movie.
2: Yeah. So that she's in the, when they're doing the lecture at the beginning, she's like no, in the front the row. it's the second lecture that it? they're doing. Oh, it's the second one. Okay.
0: Yeah. But, uh, when it's, it's slowly panning from like the, basically from the stage all the way to, um, Carolyn heron who's in the the audience and at the very beginning of that shot you can see her um in like the bottom left corner um but as as far as negatives with this movie um you know i i think the only one i really have is the dog dying um and even even still um the dog dying did serve a purpose to show that the that bathsheba wasn't wasn't fucking around yeah um and and that the dog being apprehensive coming into the house was like the first dead giveaway that yo listen to your dog (laughs) like your dog's saying we need Mm -hmm. to go we gots to go Mm -hmm. um but i'm i feel bad that i've i've jaded
1: jeff on this (laughs) you should (laughs) I used to love this movie. I I still like this movie. Don't get me wrong. I still watch it. Like anytime someone says, like, go do a horror movie. My personal one is Sinister, which is, is, that that movie ruins itself. The whole thing with Ryan's, whole ending with happy, like a happy ending makes that movie better. I agree, but I also disagree because I do love when it's like twisted, like Sinister is, but this isn't about Sinister, this is about The Conjuring i like the conjuring series i think james wan was the perfect person to direct these movies uh one because you know james wan is that is that film school director like he made saw like the first saw with like little to no money and made it like very like he did a, such a good job with that and turned that into a franchise so why not take his like you know his artwork from that into the conjuring. Cause Ryan's right. If you, if you break this movie down, like he puts so much depth into the, in, like into his shots, like just the way he uses his angles to create definite, like the depth of the scene. Like the one I was just literally watching it like five minutes ago, before we started this podcast. And like the scene where she's uh, the mom is doing hide and clap and like the door is open. Mm. That scene is so like aesthetically, mm-hmm. it's just so pleasing. Like she's in like the far left, of third of the thing third of the frame the actions happening in the middle and like she's so like in the foreground the things in the, happening in the background out of focus your focus is on that it's just it's just a like such a well-done shot that i only think that like james wan could pull off well he he's like he couldn't only be a person to pull off but he does it very well like yeah. other guy what's his name pony smasher he doesn't he does it's hamburg <laughs> yeah his, Oh, he does a great you? job of this stuff too. What? that's his YouTube name? That, that's, that's his, that's his that's YouTube. YouTube oh, really?
0: That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Before he, he was <laughs> doing lights name. out in Annabelle creation, his he was uploading stuff as Pony Smasher. Yeah. Don't know how that. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know. Congrats, hey, if you look, on to Nautical that guy. Films guy channel, took uh, his gamer tag uh, and
1: <laughs> <laughs> made it. If took if his, his Xbox
0: Live gamer channel. Tag. The, the the like suggested other channels at the very top is Pony Smasher. I spelled. specifically. Put well, hey,
2: grats, cause Annabelle creation was way better than the original Annabelle movie. So that's a fact. Um, yeah, but the scene you're talking about, Jeff, that's another great example of this movie. Cause that's something else that this movie does so much better than a lot of other horror movies is like rising tension. Mm-hmm. Um, and being okay with like not showing you everything basically, mm-hmm um yeah because in that scene where she's like you know the mom's blindfolded so she can't see what's happening around her she doesn't know that it's supernatural uh and like you're seeing doors open by themselves and things and it's Mm -hmm. like oh fuck like just the (laughs) the build-up to all that as the viewer is still so so good and yeah and fuck the the laundry scene oh my god
0: oh but like Going back to that scene, like the fact that she, like you said, she doesn't know what's going on and it's, it's basically like the spirit is playing the game with her Mm -hmm. to draw her in to eventually reveal itself as being something supernatural and just little stuff like that. Like in this film is just
1: like, they lead you into jump scares Like it's not like Haunting of Hill House where they just do a jump scare into you and it gets you. (laughs) They lead you into the jump scare, so you know what's gonna happen. Yeah, but then you still jump because what they like it's just perfect. Like the whole thing with the first time you see Bathsheba, holy shit! The first time you see the actual her actual face, that whole thing, you know what's happening. They're setting it up so perfectly. Yeah, like the girls hitting her head on that dumbass girl (laughs) hitting her head on the (laughs) on that uh, wardrobe, so you know something's going on. And then she looks up, and you're like, "What?" And the camera pans up slowly, and then like it zooms in. I'm like, "Like it's it sets it up so perfectly." You're like, "I'm oh not going. It's not going to be that scary. What, what what could it possibly be? Some <laughs> ugly ass witch on top of a fucking wardrobe." Yeah, and it's I actually, well that's down and no. Oh.
0: I have another. I have another. I I completely forgot about this, but I do have one more con with this movie. And what it's the fact that I think they kind of break their own logic. Um, because at the very beginning when they're talking to the, uh, college girls about the Annabelle doll and they define an inhuman spirit, something demonic as, uh, something that's never walked the earth and that, uh, demonic spirits don't possess things. They possess people because ghosts don't have such a power. Yeah. And then Bathsheba Sherman was a real person and her spirit is possessing Carolyn
1: Perrin and it's not a doll though it's a real person well technically but, ryan
2: isn't bathsheba a demon as they later reveal oh no, she's the a nun. she's a witch so i thought Beth didn't they change the name bathsheba to be referring to the demon that is in the nun and in this movie no that's not that the same ghost that's, oh that's Valak, okay. yeah. yeah okay but, but she...
0: No, what they said what they said at the beginning was that ghosts can't possess people and that only demonic spirits can possess people.
1: Are you so, sure it's people or or things? They like said ghost king. Like, well, I, my thing is that just burp. Sorry, my thing is Basiba is a witch. I I think witches. That that was my only explanation too. Yeah, like I, witches. Hands off. After watching the Sabrina series, I feel like witches oh, are really human. Yeah, I finished it.
2: It's supposed one day. I haven't seen it yet. I started watching episode one. But uh, I have a I have another uh, explanation uh, as to this ghosts.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Again, this is what you go. That's actually actually an interesting point going back to like the actual like based on a true story, quote unquote. Um, There was no actual possession in in real life. Um, The mother showed signs of irritability and that was about it. So there was no actual, like, I don't think there was a real exorcism done. Um, and just like all Hollywood movies, I mean, it's blown out of proportion um, because you got to have that climax.
2: Yeah, the the, the, the the chair that flips upside down. I don't I don't know that that actually happened. Oh, that happened. Picture didn't I happen. Saw it. <laughs> <I> saw <it.
0: laughs> um, you saw it? But yeah. yeah, so
2: did I on okay. screen. Dude, I
1: was
0: there. <laughs> oh, you know how? In yeah. Cause cause- yeah, because you wow. know how
1: time times like times like raindrops. You know? <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I see what you mean. <laughs> you
1: now didn't I watch understand.
0: Last week, you are so confused. <laughs> oh, Josh, how good was that? The ending of oh, it was really good. I
2: I cried for like an hour after I finished yeah. the show.
0: Yeah, so good. Oh, so good.
2: But anyway, yeah. The the con- but actually going back to something Jeff said earlier, where like. I really do think that this movie doesn't really have any jump scares. What?
0: (laughs) His face. (laughs) When when you were just like uh, going
1: back to something that Jeff said, Jeff was just like.
0: (laughs) The man raised a good point. I want to talk. I never
1: know what I say, though. (laughs) (laughs) He
0: doesn't remember. But um... isn't that good. You got to say it right then and there or else he'll forget.
2: We got a fucking sidetracked talking about Hill House again. Fuck. Um, but yeah, you were talking about the uh, uh, scene where it reveals Bathsheba on top of the dresser, and that's honestly. Yeah. And to- talking about like the <clears throat> how the movie like leads you into jump scares. That's kind of like I don't really think this movie has any jump scares except for that one. Because like yeah. everything else, it's like like the clapping would probably be the only other one that I would kind of classify. But that's more like a. You know, again, it's like you see it coming a know, mile away. And I know one. I just
1: watching where you're talking about. Me. Where she, where she, where they're playing hide and clap for the first time. A little girl, and she hits that box. Oh, that's not that what you going to say. Oh, well, that scared me. What I
0: thought you were going uh-huh. um, well, to say was when Lorraine falls down into the basement, and she sees the the spirit of the woman who killed Rory. I think is his name um and, know, but, but still you're led into that because it's a but scare. yeah it's still a jump yeah. scare because she has yeah. the thing and she closes the lid and the face is right there but other than that really not a lot of jump scares in this movie yeah. um, or fake scares. which again or is yeah fake scares video.
2: which is another big pro no fake yeah. scares in this movie there's no cats I mean, only dogs i think the
0: best part about this movie is that <laughs> it it really relies on being straightforward and being creepy rather than than like just jump scares yeah. and well that's another know.
2: thing that i think this movie kind of learned from and i want to do an episode about this at some point but comparing because eastern horror asian horror has been doing that forever like they don't really right. do jump scares in the way that the west eventually developed into doing in like the early 2000s and stuff and the conjuring like this happened after yeah. the ring and, and the grudge and all those movies um so it's just like,
1: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> but yeah, Japanese.
2: Was... You want to you want to get like scared down to your core. Watch Japanese horror movies.
1: Like I, I watched The Ring, then I watched Ring You, and I I oh. prefer The Ring because it's it's in English. Yeah. But Ring You <laughs> is way more scarier because, and that's the thing with The Ring because The Ring I've watched it recently. I I st- still get twitches when I watch it because I still that like movie. that movie. Yeah, but it's like it's not scary. It's more creepy and like mm-hmm. a mystery. Like a mer- it's like there's like one jump scare, and that's like when the girl comes out of the TV. Yeah, and like they show his face, and it's all fucked up. Yeah, okay, else I'm gonna is I'm just,
0: gonna I'm gonna be completely honest here. You've never, never seen, seen Ring. It. Oh, we're gonna. <laughs> oh, one hundred percent gonna. Why. I'll tell you why. Um, as a kid, when that movie came out. Mm-hmm. Nightmares for days, just from like the trailers. Yeah, I mean, I was scared shitless. No, I was the same way. That that was like my that day. was like
2: my coming now, of age movie. I watched that yeah, so, with some friends because so, yeah. we were all terrified of it. And then we watched yes. that, and it was like, oh, that was almost exactly as bad as I
1: thought it was going to be. Just short of her
2: <laughs> actually crawling out of the TV into our room right now. Like, only way it could have been worse.
1: Yeah. Movies, horrifying. yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. Uh. Yeah, like I got into horror movies. Like, I used to hate horror movies until like The Ring. Like, yeah. I like when H2O came up before The Ring. I went back and watched H2O and kind of enjoyed it after I watched The Ring. of was my gateway movie, too. But it's, I, I feel like Ryan, when you watch it, since we're, everyone's hyped it up so much, you're gonna watch it and you're not gonna be scared of it because when you're older, you know, the stuff's gonna be. And that's, really that's, to, to. That, that's kind of how it is, honestly. Yeah. I mean, when someone. Stuff- like, I've gotten older now. Like I watched, like I said, I watched it probably two years ago, and I was just like, I can watch it by myself now. This I'm I'm improving. <laughs> I used to to watch it by myself. I used to, I mean I used to stop it. I can't.
2: I mean that's uh, something where you have to remember our position because I think about this all the time. Like I remember when uh Annabelle One came out, there was a scene where they showed in the trailers where like the the girl's hiding under the bed and then the doll like falls down to like look at her or whatever um, uh, God, yeah. yeah. and all i'm thinking about is being on set and having the guy standing there with the doll and being like we're good now all right there you go <laughs> it felt did it land how you wanted? okay cool like it's like that all right that now kind of that stuff movies are only more times yeah that's like your entire <laughs> day right there is the doll didn't yeah. fall perfectly so we gotta do it a million times
0: like I, I, I can't. It was just slightly out of focus. Could you do it one <laughs> more
1: time? Once, once you know how the sausage is made, it it, it tastes different. Yeah. Basically. Um. I, I will say I have not but seen yeah. the ring in
2: a long no time. One really knows how the sausage
1: gets made. Yeah, you do. You fuck it to death.
0: You, you couldn't All just right. roll with. It. <laughs> you couldn't just roll with it. You had to. You had to go there. Don't raise your
1: eyebrows. I was gonna have a
2: nice Hamilton. Don't raise there, your eyebrows and... at us. <laughs> And you just, oh. oh now you get it shut it, up it's only his other obsession is
1: hamilton the room where it happened
0: <laughs> yes the room god you suck <laughs> i mean I, i'm just trying to pass the ball to you and you're just <laughs> off jerking off in a corner like i should be <clears throat> you kill me with your words <laughs> <laughs> I, we need, we we have to start doing like video of this because, God, just I don't everyone's like reactions to each other.
1: I like what my my face is like a little Discord head thing. I don't like this. <laughs> you know, what, for for when it doesn't
0: work, can you change your
1: profile picture to something
0: more interesting? Me eating chicken. That'll work. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work just fine. But... <laughs> Black Panther. But, I
2: don't care. But you badly photoshopped on the on the Black Panther. <laughs> like MS yes.
0: Paint Photoshop. Terrible. Perfect. Nice. But you know, and I I one thing that I love about this movie compared to its uh, sequels and spin-offs is that this movie is much more straightforward and it seems like the sequels are getting increasingly reliant on CGI. Yeah, I noticed that, too. They don't need it. Yeah. Um, where makeup would do the job just fine. I mean, the most um,
2: advanced CGI in Conjuring 1 is the laundry scene, and that's just compositing. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not... It's really not anything super crazy. And the crazy. birds. Yeah, the birds, I think, too. I feel but like...
1: Other that's than that, like... Like, the director's choice. I think that's why, because... Like I said, with James Wan coming from Saw, where he like is a film, like a school project, mm-hmm. he's used to like not, he's, he's basically using, to, he's used to balling on a budget. And then, because studios love that. When studios give you this much money, say, here, take this. And the director's like, I can get you a better movie with like half the budget. Yeah, well, that's why there are
2: eighteen million uh, fucking paranormal activity movies because they were literally. I think the first one was filmed on like a thirty thousand dollar budget and made like a thirty million or something ridiculous. It, oh, it, it was it was exponentially made, like... higher than what the actual budget was.
1: Uh, yeah, it was like yeah, you're right. It was and sorry, I know for a fact it made eighty million in like the first million? yeah yeah and that's for it or and that's I'm okay. We sure. need to oh. we
0: need to stop talking about paranormal activity, it's but exhaust. it's.
2: It's coming to your city. Look at all these people getting scared in a movie
1: theater. That was Night perfect. Vision. Night vision. <laughs> that that um, was perfect. Marketing. It wasn't bad, but um, Cause it, cause it got me. I, I I went to that website and then demanded it to be in my city. Yeah, and but, when I like, them, I, I was mean, scared. but but going back to what Ryan that, was saying,
0: the yeah one one thing that really takes me out of like The Conjuring Two, which I still love The Conjuring Two, but one thing that takes me out of it is um, at the very end where uh, Lorraine is going up against Valak and she starts calling Valak's name out and all that. And then Valak slowly turns into like this awful looking CGI demon thing. It just, it looks horrendous. And when you look at The Conjuring versus that moment in particular in The Conjuring 2, it just feels so out of place with, with the first movie. I'm going
2: to disagree with you about that scene. I think that scene looks really good. But I will say in Conjuring 2, in the scene with the TP, that one, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. I think that scene looks really bad for the same reason, basically, because that's all like CGI. That's not CGI.
0: Is it really? That's not. It looks like it's bad CGI.
2: (laughs) Interesting. The really
0: interesting thing about, uh, you're talking about the crooked man, right? Yeah. Yeah. The really interesting thing about the crooked man is that none of it was CGI, but it looks like it. Yeah. And it's it's very bizarre because they filmed it at, I, uh, I believe, a higher uh, shutter speed to get like the really choppy look. Makes and, sense. And um, they had the actor and the actor. He's like that. I, I don't remember what else he's been in, but he's like a really tall and skinny guy and they and he can contort his body in really weird ways and i believe they filmed some of his stuff in reverse um and then so that coupled with the the really choppy uh frame rate or uh, shutter speed made it look bizarre and but yeah that was if you if there's there's a featurette on the crooked man that you can watch um and yeah sure sure shit uh huh that's interesting. That, that's I get I guess
2: I'll adjust my statement then because I will say knowing all that now that's like way more complicated to get the desired effect compared yeah. to everything in the conjuring one which I think was generally more effective. So yeah take that for what it is i guess i was wrong about it being cgi but you know
0: (laughs) I i think the one part where it was cgi was where the crooked man uh or the dog turned into the crooked man i think that that part was cgi but everything else i think was uh in camera which is cool but at the same time like like you said like and so many people have said it too that it it looks like cgi or just bad cgi and then you toss that in there where you say well it wasn't cgi at all then you're like I think that makes it worse. Yeah. Like <laughs> kind of, um, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's minimal CGI, there's minimal blood and you know, it's, you, you just don't see that at, well, at least at the time you didn't really see that very often in, in mainstream horror. It was all, you know, either it's found footage and you can't see half the damn movie. It's all shaky cam it, anyway.
2: It doesn't matter. Yeah. It makes me want to or vomit. It's all,
0: and, and, I had mentioned the the camera work before, and I really want to like talk about that because if you are a filmmaker, it's smooth, yo. And <laughs> and here's and this is something that I had just done an episode on of uh, of the making horror uh, YouTube show. Um, one of the things that I think is the most effective of this this film, and we talked about it briefly in the Haunting of Hill House, is the minimal cutting, and as an editor. You will find when you're doing short films and, and stuff of this nature that the more you cut in a scene that's supposed to be tense, the more that will break the tension. And if you are lingering on a shot for a very long time, your audience will start to get unnerved and shit. And um, and that's the technical term, unnerved and shit. Uh, yeah. and then like there's there's a couple of moments in this film where uh, either Roger Perrin or uh, Carolyn Perrin are walking through uh, their house and the camera is just following right behind the 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 subject. And we we could go into much deeper. Uh, like camera psychology, I guess it would be the proper <clears throat> term. With I mean, they're motivated they're... camera movement um, yeah. in, in that opening shot where they're moving in. And, you know, it's it's like I said, there's just so much to learn from because I mean, motivated camera movement is huge. Like in when they're moving into the house, that that long tracking shot where it's constantly just going through the house as they're moving in you. If you pay attention, the camera does not move without a character motivating that movement. So. The first character walks in and goes past the staircase and one character comes down the staircase and to the left of the frame. And then the camera follows that character and it constantly transfers the motivation. And seriously, I mean, if if you haven't broken down this movie to a microscopic level, just do yourself a favor because you will learn so much. I mean, it is a textbook for how good horror should be made
2: yeah that shot also is really really good at uh mapping the location and giving us a real sense of like scale and stuff Um, and you
0: know like after that i feel like i could walk in that house and because of that very reason Mm -hmm. um yeah (laughs) i mean you, you name a subject uh like that is you know central to filmmaking and we we can give an example of of how this movie did a did it very well um i think one of the the best compliments i can give this movie in in terms of sound design is that i can't listen to this soundtrack because it's just not enjoyable and i think the reason it's not enjoyable is because there's there's no bops on this this soundtrack. There's no there's no headbangers.
1: <laughs> you just like, say bops? Yeah, there's no bops. There's no
0: and bops. There's no like, bops. Like, the, like the Jurassic Park theme. That that's a, that's a filled bop. with bops. Yeah. <laughs> you,
1: you got me there. I the bop. Yeah. <laughs> but you know,
0: and the reason I say that's a that's a good thing is because the soundtrack is used sparingly um yeah that's true my 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 favorite part of the soundtrack is something that's not even on the soundtrack it's when the the warner brothers logo and the the new line cinema logo uh play at the beginning and like it's the it's the opening of the movie and all you hear is yeah fuck yeah (laughs) that is that, that is a really good point though
2: the minimal uh soundtrack also helps to mm. really add to the tension because it's like you know again in comparison to what this was coming off of with yeah. early 2000s movies that were just beating you over the head with like there's just an orchestra behind your back at all times just like yeah. something's gonna happen but, 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 but like endless it's like this movie's very quiet actually yeah and that actually adds to the experience not only in the movie itself but in real life because if you're watching this in the dark as you should be, if you're yes. not a plebeian, yes. um <laughs> if you I hear mean, some shit, if like... you hear some random house noise and you're just like, Fuck, what is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's like and that's part yeah, that's like part of the All of the, of the experience. noises that
0: you usually hear in your house like every day, but have just grown used to, and then you watch the conjuring, you're like, shit. Yeah, my god, there's a ghost. Fuck my sunk pump. (laughs) Whatever the hell is it. it?
1: (laughs) Exactly. Going off at random times during the night. That scared the shit out of me. Fun fact, the first time I watched this
2: movie, my dog scared the shit out of me for that very reason. Because she, I live at the top of uh, some stairs, and my dog likes to sit outside my door on the, uh, uh, there's like Mm. a little loft right outside my door before it turns into stairs. And she mm-hmm. just sits there with her nose right up against the crack in my door and just like breathes heavily until I let her in. <laughs> and it's terrifying in the right situation. <laughs> so I'm just like ah, something's outside back. my door. And I'm like, oh, it's just a, it's a puppy. Okay. Last week, I, I, forgot
0: my, I forgot my parents were visiting. So I woke up in the middle of the night and then all of a sudden I hear someone getting ice at the refrigerator. And I'm like, <laughs> man, now now I know. Ghosts like they're water cold. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, my mom. Hi, mom. What's going on? You're not a ghost.
1: Hopefully, that's your mom. I will never forget the time that it's not the first time I watched The Conjuring. It was like one of the first times I watched The Conjuring by myself in the dark at my house. And I have high ceilings and all this stuff. And to this day, I don't know how it happened, but I was watching The Conjuring. I, I actually, yeah. So I was bored. I was home alone. Made a fort. Made a fort for my dining room tables, and Actually. it was just me and my dog. So yeah, I, don't Jeff, know why I, I am. I am proud that you admitted that. Yeah, like, in life,
0: dude. Who knows to you?
1: Yeah. So, and I had my laptop, and I just watched, popped in the Conjuring on my DVD player my laptop, and I watched it. And I'm like, okay, I didn't get through half a week. I got, I got scared and turned it off. <laughs> so around four o'clock in the morning, if it happened at three o seven, I would have left my fucking house. But it happened around like around four o'clock in the morning. Like one of my art pictures, like like my like like a painting that I have hanging up on like the the staircase just fell, <laughs> and made a huge banging noise, huge. So it's only me and my dog. So I went back into my fort. Actually, I I heard it. I went so I was sleeping on the couch. Went back into my fort, put on my laptop, watched My Little Pony until I fell asleep. <laughs> did you did you turn off like, the no i didn't turn on any lights dumb white you know what's people.
0: funny I went Jeff, to my... you, you were probably getting robbed I... fuck if i know exactly <laughs> I lived... because you went back i don't know fort. i got
2: my blinders yeah, on i'm really... just watching cartoons no, dude i ain't literally... doing shit really take what you want i
1: don't care and i am so thank god i made a fort that day or else i would have been <laughs> shooting my pants <business. laughs> I couldn't see outside of the fort, so I was like, "Thank God I made it in the fort." They can't get past the blankets of protection.
2: <laughs> That's true.
1: And I literally just—I don't think I—I ha- I think my weapon was like it was like a pen. I like—I just had like a pen ready to go. It was clicked and ready to this to ink someone in the face, but. Other than that, yeah, that's like one of the first times I tried to watch. I don't think it might have been the first time, but it's like I watched The Conjuring, so like my mind was didn't think robbers, Ryan. I was thinking demons. I was yeah. like, oh shit. Don't worry, Ryan's was... right.
2: Everyone knows the safest place is under a blanket. So it is. If you have a fort made of blankets, you're yes. impenetrable.
1: It's. I had five exactly. blankets on that bitch, so Dude. I had five double the strength. So yeah, I was five Dude.
2: double the strength. Yes.
1: I agree. <laughs> Words hurt.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Words hurt.
2: But uh, oh yeah, God. this movie's real good. I don't really, I don't really know what else to say about it. Like literally everything. Just yeah. and we still haven't talked about the laundry scene, really, which is yeah. like, I mean, probably I mean,
1: it was in the trailer, the it best.
2: Yeah, it's probably it's probably my favorite scene in any horror movie. Honestly, yeah. it's it's actually, really good. And actually,
0: I remember the first time that Josh saw this movie. Because I was the one that showed it to him. And I was like, dude, you gotta watch this movie. I went over to his apartment, which filmed that film Pumpkin Man Three in that apartment. Yep. So little little Easter egg and for And My
2: you. roommate hated you guys.
0: <laughs> yep. It's okay. All right. Oh, I pumpkin.
1: forgot uh, your roommate was there. Yep. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh fun times. But uh, and <laughs> I I just remember Josh's reaction to that scene specifically because that happened and I just remember. I think I like grabbed like, oh, your leg or
2: something. Yeah, I had that was re- So good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no fear. I, I was just that, thoroughly right. impressed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there was a yeah. little fear, but I was way more impressed than See, than afraid.
1: See, like, I watched it in theaters right after the trailer, and that wasn't like a big thing in the trailer as they yeah. like, showed on TV. So I I expected it, and I saw it. See, again, this, don't, you know, don't watch trailers because
0: I didn't watch trailers.
1: Even. I had no idea. Even to be like, if I'm being completely honest,
0: like, you know, I didn't really truly get into modern horror until this movie. Like I said, it was kind of my introduction and I didn't see this movie in theaters. I, I saw it once it was out on DVD and and uh, my good friend um, who, if he's watching or listening, uh, which I doubt he is James Walters, shout out. Um, but he. uh he he like was like you have to watch the conjuring cuz he he knew my love of of the haunted mansion and uh how i just i really dug the whole haunted house thing and he's like if you love haunted houses and you love you know the haunted mansion you need to watch this movie so i was like, okay i'll i'll watch it so i remember watching that in my my dorm and just freaking the fuck out because one it was amazing and two i was scared shitless and there were there was multiple times where we watched movies at Holy Cross College and uh, the lights were on all night because I was too scared <laughs> to go to sleep. Sinister. Yeah. I'm talking to you. Fuck that movie.
1: That see, my what conjuring is to Ryan is what Sinister is to me. I love that movie so fucking much. You know,
0: I can I can guarantee you when we talk about Sinister, which it to to be fair, I might move it up just so we can go Conjuring, sinister. Hell
1: yeah!
2: The- hell, the- hell yeah!
0: I, I promise you this. I'm not gonna watch it again. One hundred percent. Because I, here's the thing. Okay, Jeff. I'm working sixty to sixty-five hours a week now. So you and want to sleep. I want to sleep. I need to sleep. <laughs> so I can't be watching this. The the sinister because I I I know myself too well. If I watch it. It's it's Bad News Bears. I, I, I can't. I
1: just love, because Sinister is just a preview of what we're going to talk about coming up. Sinister has, is like, it's like Conjuring, but it's also like Nightmare on Elm Street. It has a f- person, but it's, a, it's like a, uh, I love Bagul. It's like the it's, closest thing we have to like a, a slasher and the modern is And B'gool. the sequel is <laughs> terrible. Don't watch it. Sequel is it. not that it's bad. It's pretty bad. <laughs> It's, I it's, basically a, it's basically sinister, but from a kid's point of view. It's like how, like the first one's like the adult's point of view from the writer. Yeah. Second one's basically takes the kid's point of view, how like what the kid experiences during well, the whole time. I, I can, I can pretty much guarantee
0: you um, that I'll never watch it because <laughs> it's in the same
1: franchise. <laughs> sinister, sinister two is not as scary as Sinister one. Really or not. Like, like Josh said, is or good, but is I still enjoyed. <laughs> yeah, it's just when
0: I see Begool's face. And actually, <laughs> it's
1: a actually, really
2: good monster. Like the yeah yeah, I love Bukum. again in in comparison to the other two movies at this time. Like The Conjuring, which is the movie we're supposed to be talking about, but whatever the <laughs> uh, The Conjuring <laughs> this it's a very simple like it's just like fucked up makeup on a girl yeah
0: um, yeah and then that, like that's dude that's a dude that's not oh is it oh, yeah Bathsheba's oh. played by the by composer the Josh, Joseph Bashara. Oh, Joseph. Oh, really?
2: that's funny um but it's still it's just fucked up makeup um and then insidious i can't take that movie seriously because darth maul is the villain and it like (laughs) tiptoe yeah (laughs) like as soon as as soon as i saw like the the iconic scene where it like shows up behind the dad's shoulder for like the first time and i'm just like oh it's just darth maul don't worry about it it's fine (laughs) like no threat don't Don't worry about it
1: josh but uh I think I've told Ryan this, but tiptoe to the tulips was like my graduation song. Like how people have done, done, dun, dun dun We get to pick our own song. We picked tiptoe to the tulips, the very last second. And it <laughs> fun, blasted fun it off while we, while we walked off stage. It was amazing. Fun fact, Josh, um, Darth Maul
0: in insidious is also played by Joseph Bishara, the composer. Really? <laughs> yeah. He, he, he played, he played the red face demon, the, Black Bride. Is that is yeah. that right? Black Bride. Yeah, and uh, uh, Bathsheba Sherman.
1: I could have sworn Ooh. he
0: was Valak in The Conjuring, too, but you said he wasn't. Nope, that's that's Bonnie Aarons. Sorry, buddy.
1: Oh, yeah, because the very
0: first episode, yeah, we talked about yeah, that. Because yeah, because you, you looked it up, and you were like,
1: yo, <laughs> <laughs> she's not bad looking. <laughs> um, but she's also the nun, and that would scared the fuck out of me oh are we, are, are we doing what the slash of the titans between
0: oh yeah
1: you know we read what your we... goddamn schedule, it's I know. schedule. <laughs>
0: it's, it is i i don't have the little soundboard can't do the do 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 um but yeah let's let's tackle that don't real worry real. we
2: have our professional soundbite jeff
0: give us okay, a... hold, on, hold, on, hold on hold on hold on jeff hold on okay okay so Wait, let, let's wrap up general thoughts about the conjuring, then we'll get to that. It's um, good. It's so, good. the conjuring. It's great. <laughs> fucking perfect. Five out of five slashes. You can't. Seven million out of five slashes. Oh, I fucking okay. love okay, okay, calm down. Calm down. No. I won't calm down when it comes to the conjuring, Jeff. And this is how you're going to be next week when we talk about Sinister.
1: I am level headed when it comes to Sinister. I know its flaws, there are none. And I know it's a prose. Okay
0: and josh
2: yeah once again i gotta give this movie a perfect score of uh five out of seven out of Not five out of slashes
0: <laughs> five out of seven out of five slashes yep. i love it <laughs> and he's only he's the only one that's able to give that rating <laughs> i make the rules and i'm saying that i can't do that am <laughs> just gonna keep pissing uh, off jeff every
2: week it's gonna be great <laughs> Jeff,
0: what was your score uh, I give it a five out of five. Nice. Okay, so Jeff, get ready because this is your time to shine. Okay, gotcha. All right. Uh, this week on Slash for the Titans, we
1: we are... y- 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 you didn't oh. even. Oh, sorry. Soiled it.
0: <laughs> the comedic timing on this podcast <laughs> is gold, <laughs> and will continue to be gold. This week on Slash for the Titans, we are pinning. Valak versus Bathsheba Sherman.
1: That
0: was terrible. Did you
2: try to go for like a New York accent on the banana na 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 It sounded like banana
1: nah. I'm walking here. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you're so Midwest. Did I ever show you that? You're Midwest is <laughs> midwest Africa. <laughs> <laughs>
0: guys, I have a... Jeff when you just said um I'm walking here. I have Pennywise holding Georgie's arm looking at all the other monsters on my desk like I'm eating here. <laughs> <laughs> hey. You think you're
2: so funny. <laughs> you're like,
0: hey, I'm eating here. <laughs> okay. So, we have gotten sidetracked already. God, we're so good at this. This whole episode what is a sidetrack doing <laughs>
1: I was pushing the top off.
0: It looks like you were putting it in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> things are getting no. very vulgar behind the scenes. Maybe we shouldn't do video my for shirt. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we shouldn't. We should just keep it, you know, voices we'll Keep the mystery. because yeah. Josh never wears pants and Jeff yeah. shoves things in his pants. It's true. Okay. One time.
1: Not even one time. I didn't do it.
0: He did it. <laughs> So Valak versus Bathsheba. Uh, one is a demon, the Marquis of Snakes, the defiler, and one is a witch. So <laughs> the other's a witch. One might be a little. It's a I... little one-sided, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little one-sided, but it's it's it'll still be fun to talk about. Basically, um, even though Valak is a or not Valak, uh, Bathsheba is a witch. Let's pretend that she's a demon and just kind of go off of because i mean both both of them have the same weakness if they're both demons which is their name so given what we've seen they can do who do you think is the more powerful demon
1: whoever wants to start valak
2: yeah i mean valak
0: can well, con- you control is that like... it? Is that all you had to say
1: yeah Valak gave me nightmares, Bathsheba didn't. It's not about who gave you nightmares, Jeff. To me, it is. It's I'm about shitty. power. It's all about power. The power gives, gives me nightmares. Valak! <laughs>
0: power! <laughs> I hate you.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, in, in The Nun, we saw Valak, like, control... Did the call drop? Are we good?
0: What? No, you're oh, still there.
2: Oh, okay. You guys, like, glitched out pretty hard on my end for a sec. Uh
0: well now whose fault is that
2: my what? parents for not paying for better internet <laughs> <laughs> no um,
0: fair enough fuck what but was I you saying? said
2: oh yeah in you... Valak we see her like control snakes and give people visions and like yeah. conjure up multiple personalities that aren't real and all this other mm-hmm. stuff and uh, Bathsheba close some doors yeah and but, there you go <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> powers, but it's, uh, yeah,
0: I mean, e- even though it is, I mean, it is a, a very easy argument because they've clearly established Valak is kind of a unstoppable force unless you, she's you,
2: basically literally Satan. Like, let's be real. She, yeah, yeah. pretty.
0: Um, and that, that is, that is actually, I don't know if you listened to that, that podcast, but, when we talked about the nun, like it's very clear that Valak has the ability to literally manipulate reality. Mm -hmm. And uh, because in, in the nun, I, Jeff, you're still rolling your eyes. Shut up. (laughs) Remember, I can see you this time. Um, Yeah. She puts father forgetful name. Um, in the Van ground. Helsing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that you say that, I mean, that line where the dude's like, holy shit. And he's the holiest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, that, that movie is a Van Helsing movie.
2: movie. I'm telling you, like watch Van Helsing with um, Wolverine as the lead character, and then go yeah. watch the nun and tell me that they're from a different franchise. You can't. It's impossible. <laughs>
0: But, uh, she she also manipulates reality in the conjuring too. Um when she pulls Janet into from underneath the floorboards, like literally teleports her inside of the room. I mean Val Valak's a powerhouse. Like, no questions about it. And when we do these Slash of the Titans, I don't know. We should keep track of the winners and then like do a do a March Madness tournament, and I, <laughs> I guarantee I can, you,
1: I can guarantee Valak would beat Jason.
0: <laughs> Valak would take control of Jason, slash everyone down, and then I, I don't want to say what she'd do to Jason's body, but I I guarantee you it wouldn't be pretty. Yes, Jeff. Yes, she
1: would fuck him. Thank I, you. I said skull fuck him. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: My bad. <laughs> Sorry, I left out that very important um
1: detail.
0: it's pretty important, <laughs> Ryan, okay, you're right. It's very important. um, I think the only person that she might have trouble with is pennywise ah, uh, but ghoul, cool. I don't want to say anything bad about Bagul
1: because I anyways like if you're not scared of him you're, you're, you're gone like he're, he's nothing Bagul if you're not scared of him he'll still eat you yeah I think that's
2: actually kind of a better matchup because both of those movies it's actually really cool because there's a lot of like real demonology in him Valak is a mm-hmm. real demon by the way they've they've yeah. messed with it a little bit um, well, I didn't know that yeah that's that's terrifying yeah Val- Valak is a real demon in like demonology uh, mm-hmm. And so is Bagul. It's, it's actually like the explanation they give in Sinister. That's actually legit. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he's like a stealer of children in like <laughs> Mayan. And suddenly
0: Jeff way. does not like Sinister anymore. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and oh, that's shoot. it for me. I'm going to bed so I don't get... I'm scared.
0: <laughs> Jeff, you're not... Don't you, don't you know that now that horror movies exist, you're not safe anywhere?
1: Yeah, and I got Jesus. We're in a we're yeah, in a call a right guy now, guy like that anime on my
2: side. <laughs> 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 I love that video, but yeah, dude, we're in like a we're in like a video call. Fucking that! Remember that movie where it's all just in a Skype call and it's garbage?
0: Unfun. <laughs> with Unfriendly. the kid,
2: the kid with the blender, who they have to like <gasps> real. Hey guys, I got a blender. This will be important later. I promise. <laughs>
1: it's, it's that whole movie. It's so bad. Oh. I I have I I meant to go watch the second one that came out. I'm afraid of dark web. No. <gasps> no.
0: Gosh. What? Okay. This is way off topic, but I need to say <laughs> it because Okay, With that kind of Actually, lead up... Hold on. Okay. So Valak One slash the Titans woo who Jeff did do to do go. Do it.
1: Amen <laughs> at <laughs> I want that to be Can you clip that and put that
2: on the soundboard Instead Every single time (laughs) time. I need that
0: (laughs) Um, So that's beautiful I want to clarify some things About our previous discussion Of uh, Halloween 2018 Because I did see it a second time I did like it uh, much more the second time Um, I'm curious what I said
2: To set you off on this now
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, oh okay um go ahead so before i get in it's not even about halloween 2018 what i was going to say um but he's not in your room jeff he's not there it's you see as
2: i see him behind you don't look in your way
1: he's
0: in your room with a knife so one thing about not watching trailers because i had the entirety of one movie spoiled a movie that i have been wanting to see for a very long time completely spoiled when i went to go see halloween a second time happy death day i have been wanting to see that movie for a really long time because i heard the mystery was really interesting they spoiled the entire movie in the the trailer for the second movie honest to god they made a trailer for the
2: second one already
0: yeah and it it spoils plot. didn't that come out like a couple months ago
2: Happy Death they yeah, oh, come really? out a year Shit. ago. Oh, really? Shit. But yeah, it, I don't know what time is. I was. It falls around me like, in raindrops. <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's like
0: <laughs> um. But God, we are making so many inside jokes for this podcast. Don't worry about um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> like we, like we assume that we have a fan base. Exactly. <laughs> Like, look, eventually
2: gonna someone's going to be watching this on the archive and they're going to be like, oh, so that's where that dumb bullshit started. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: that's how it goes.
2: <laughs> I when, now understand episode get, 168. When the podcast
0: get too long, I'm just going to be like, oh, man, would you look at that? We lost count of the raindrops. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, don't watch trailers, especially not for a happy death day, too, because it'll spoil the entire first movie if you haven't seen it. Dude, what if you don't buy- care about it? Well then, who gives a shit? But I, I wanted to see that movie because I heard it was really, thing. But they spoil it, dude. Anyway. That's that's my soapbox. I'll
2: I'll be on that forever. Fucking Thor Ragnarok, um, it came out before us, but uh, uh, Forrest Gump. That the trailer for that movie, if you've ever seen that, it's like a textbook example of why trailers suck because the movie is spoiled in its entirety in order. Like the trailer is uh, just of, a condensed version of, uh, of Forrest Gump. What of, it's terrible. What of, what about Force Awakens? Uh, that was a pretty good trailer for a not very good movie. So
0: <laughs> let's, okay, let's Shit. Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> calm. It didn't spoil okay.
2: the movie. If it had, I probably wouldn't have gone and watched it because I'm like I've already seen Episode Four. I'm good. <laughs> I, don't, I don't need to. I don't.
0: That's kind of funny. That's kind of funny. Anyway, Jeff, okay. Call Fight me, call. Jeff! <laughs> um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna clarify a couple things from our last discussion that um, I just can't take you seriously when you're doing that, Jeff. Stop. He's deep-throating a bottle. He's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't like how you came back without your glasses.
1: <laughs> I got shit on my glasses because you made me laugh.
0: Anyway, um, oh, what? So that the audio problems in those two scenes, um, not there. It, it must have been the theater, but they they weren't there, uh, the second time around. So I was wrong on that. So cool. Um, secondly, when we were talking about how I thought it was super, super, super convenient how Michael Myers just stumbled upon the two podcasters. At the gas station, I was wrong. He does not stumble upon them. Yeah, at he the follows them like the whole way. No he he goes to see uh, his sister's uh, tombstone, and yeah. the podcasters are there. So giving them that kind of like that common ground where they would both go, still kind of convenient that they got both got there at the same time, but uh, not as convenient as like just. Out of all of the places that he could have gone same gas station
2: i mean that like i i've always liked the in any script uh i forget who said this but i've always liked it where in any script you're allowed two conveniences in your storytelling mm-hmm. and that was their one because i don't really think they had very many others so yeah the that,
0: convenience of throwing a phone into jello or that's
2: not convenient. That's just hilarious. That's just like because again, it's like I I picture myself in that writing room where they're like, "Shit, this whole thing gets unravelled if she has a smartphone, huh?" Uh, uh, boyfriend, asshole, it jello. <laughs> it's just sure who didn't die. Not even gonna deal with died.
0: it. <laughs> totally should have died. Okay, well, that that is our gushing over the Conjuring. It's a really good movie that honestly, Jeff, why are we looking at your tits? Do
1: you have a problem with this? Bad. No, no, <laughs> no, I don't have
0: a, I don't have a problem looking at his boobs, but show us I your scrubs. Why. <laughs> my,
1: my, my TV's on mute. They showed a trailer for Creed and I was admiring Michael B. Jordan's body.
0: There it is. And I was admiring your body. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was admiring your scrubs. You never told me why you're wearing scrubs. (laughs) You look like you're wearing scrubs. Me? Yes.
1: Oh. You look like you work in a hospital. (laughs) I would rather clean up dead people's shit than stock another ounce of butter in my life. (laughs) I work at K. Roger. Fair enough.
0: Guys, we are losing track of the raindrops.
1: (laughs) have we ever had the raindrops on track? that's Never. that's a
0: fair point okay if you haven't seen the conjuring go watch it yeah. i mean it's it's just it's such a good movie and you can you if you watch this movie and then watch alone my short film you can really see my influence
1: yeah <laughs> um, did you did you, did, did you just compare alone to the conjuring
0: you, i'm comparing it to what inspired me to make alone Okay. I know Alone is trash and nowhere near as good as The Conjuring. <laughs> okay.
1: Trash, but, uh...
0: I mean, I-, I think someone commented on uh on Alone like last week and was just like, this shit. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Wait, what was Thank the name? So it might have been me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it would surprise me if it was, Jeff. <laughs> Don't surprise me with your tomfoolery. Dude, I'm always impressed.
2: I still I have a YouTube channel that I made when I was like ten years old and made shitty garbage videos on, and I still get so, comments on those videos. I'm like, who is on this deep dive on YouTube of like videos? Where they from come like, across that? Yeah, like this should not come up on anyone's feed. <laughs> like yeah. what the hell are you doing? Yeah. But it warms my
0: heart a little I, bit. I, I mean, <laughs>
2: someone is taking the time to send me hate mail about some shitty claymation videos I made when I was 10.
0: That they're that deep they're that deep and then they comment and then you're like but you didn't like it (laughs) if they did like it
2: I'd be I'd be worried (laughs) so
0: said but yes the conjuring wonderful movie five out of five valak one halloween 2018 not the movie I wanted it to be but not that bad. That's the whole episode in a in a nutshell. Anything yeah, you guys
1: weird. want to add? Don't do drugs. Okay. Just Unless it's cool. <laughs> Unless it's crack cocaine. Uh, don't listen to us about anything, really.
0: I need a brick wall
1: <laughs> to build around Jeff. Do you know no. what, what? Do you know what a brick is on the, on the street terms? A brick is a kilo of cocaine.
2: Yes, I also watch Breaking Bad.
1: Thank you. I I, I watch Narcos, not Breaking Bad. I hated Breaking (laughs) Bad, to be honest with you.
2: What? (laughs) Okay, y'all. End end the show. End the show. We're done here. (laughs) Shut it down. I'm I'm worried. No one else is being served here tonight. I'm okay. Gordon Ramsay in this bitch. Uh, shut it down right now.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, you heard Josh. Um, now, now, contrary to popular belief where it seems like I'm the boss, no, Josh is actually in control. Shut <laughs> it <laughs> down! He's constantly. He, he. There's a sniper right across the way over yonder. And it's on his beck and call. And he is summoned Bagul to. <laughs> He's summoned Bagul to. Perpetually haunt Jeff's body at uh, Jeff, you wouldn't know that he's there.
1: I don't like that. I don't like how it was open, I and mean, I'm watching it on the screen, and I don't want it to pop up anything. In the... I, didn't, I didn't like that. That scared me. Okay. So, if you want to
0: follow Making Horror on Instagram, you can follow us at Making Horror. You can also follow Nautical Films at Nautical Films Official, and you can follow me at The Ryan Sheets. You can follow Jeff at Lil underscore Quaff because he always gets it wrong, and I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it, Josh. I'm it's just letters, it. <laughs> but oh, I, I get I get confused as to the order. But are you? Can you not at, read? <laughs> no, I can't. Are you illiterate? A, Shit. Yep. Yeah. We can TK work. K underscore pa underscore Garrett.
2: Yeah. There you go. Oh my god! Perfect. That's good.
0: Uh, You've learned <laughs> to read. I'm proud of you. So. Um, while Jeff is centrally caressing a bottle with his tongue uh, you can look forward to next week's episode where we talk about sinister and how that movie is bullshit and it it does not exist Um, and I think you're bullshit yeah you can watch it in between now and then that's the
2: episode that's the episode where Jeff and I gang up on Ryan again (laughs) basically okay hold on (laughs)
0: Let's make this clear and I actually I do have a funny story to tell about Sinister that I'm holding off until the next episode um but I I don't hate Sinister because it's a bad movie Sinister is a great movie it just scares the fuck out of me so we'll get th- and we'll, I, we'll get there
1: I also have a story to tell you guys but I will save it for the next episode as well and it's very personal to my heart okay
0: well um That'll about do it for this episode, so come back next week to hear our discussion of Sinister, and until next time, try not to get scared.